Yo, I'm coming from that 3-6, so that's why I got them brain spinning. Ain't nobody using blinkers, we ain't good at lane switching. Better get a plane ticket, I ain't flying all you chickens though. Always shoot my shot, better swishing off the pick and roll. Dishing off the give and go, all my squad is driven so you can catch us on the road. Promise we ain't doing shows. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Peeps and Plaid podcast. I'm Christian Gamalin. I'm talking with co-host Austin Caphammer. And we are talking all things Blazer basketball. The Blazers have made it to the second round of the NBA playoffs, beating the OKC Thunder in five games and capping it off with another series-winning buzzer beater from Damian Logo Lillard. Now they're looking forward to the matchup with the Denver Nuggets. The, the Nuggets have home court advantage, but the Blazers were able to win one on the road against OKC, so we'll see if they're able to grab one in the first couple of games in Denver, hopefully in the next couple days. So we'll be reviewing round one against the Thunder in this episode, discussing our predictions for round two against the Nuggets, and discussing Damian Lillard's legacy as well as what else is happening in the NBA playoffs. So let's start off. It's been nearly a week already. I can't go any longer. We have to talk about the shot, the bad shot, the wave, whatever we're calling it. (laughs) Dame time, Damian, Logo, Lillard, all the names in one were brought to life in that shot. Even Dame Dalek because that shot was just money. So uh, I was at that game, so I'll describe my thoughts on it soon. But Game 5, what were you thinking when you watched that shot go in? Yeah, um, well, I really wasn't. Uh, <laughs> it, it, I mean, that's that's a that's a crazy shot. I was actually just, uh, you know, before recording this, uh, playing some pickup basketball with my girlfriend, just, just, you know, shooting around, playing horse, whatever. And um, it's a smaller court. That, and uh, just so their you know 37 foot marker you know however far he hit it was like the half court of this place and her and i both just kind of stood there and stared at how far (laughs) of a shot that really is man and you know lamar heard made a great point talking about how he sidestepped him in that shot yeah so there was a hezzy but then he picked up his dribble and sidestepped i think to the right and like that's just that's just so wild and but you know it's if you look at looking at back at all those highlights for for every single three that he made that game that uh there was actually a three i want to say in the third quarter from the exact same spot on paul george yeah there there was one of one of his 10 three other 10 threes um i should say it says other nine uh was an identical shot in the third quarter so and it went in so i don't i i you know that's not a badge i think i think a shot is relative to the player and that is not a bad shot for damian lillard seriously i mean steph curry and dame are the only guys that that's not considered a bad shot uh now i i i guess i empathize with paul george i was talking with Brandon Goldner from uh, Trailcasters over Twitter just tweeting at him. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of empathizing with Paul George. Like, I can understand. If I'm in Paul George's shoes and you just blew that, and obviously, like, Paul George would have fouled out if he had fouled Dame, and it was a tie game. So if he fouls, it's free throws, and the Blazers win it no mm-hmm. matter what. So I can understand sagging off, and I can understand the rationale behind calling it a bad shot in order to like feel better, feel better yeah. about where you're exactly. at as a player like to rationalize what just happened because it was insane but it's not a bad shot it's Damian Lillard he made 50 points that game it was well, and, absolutely 
bonkers. I saw some... and, and like you were saying, like the other shots he made, he had a, like a top 10 video highlight of just his shots that game that I watched, and number 10 was insane. No. It's like he was covered tight the entire game and still made it happen. Yeah, yeah and you know, I saw another uh, one of the many tweets that were sent out that evening saying, oh, you know, Paul George, I think a bad shot was your two clunkers of a free, th- for a free throw shots. And ain't, yeah. ain't that the truth? Going back and watching some of that, just that final stretch, I think it's it really is poetic justice. Nurkic coming back and really sparking that and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, you can't be missing two free throws down the stretch if you're a supposed MVP candidate. That's just that's that's not gonna fly. And you know, last last thing for me on this uh, shot subject is you had said Ste- uh, Steph and him are the only two players. There was a, there was a graphic used by ESPN earlier in the season that said him, Harden, and and Dame were the the only three guy the the you know the three guys that had more than like two made sh- two to three made shots a game from you know thirty feet plus or you know something whatever the metric was and it was uh, watching Harden through these playoffs like when he played in Utah and I even watched the game today when uh, they just lost to the Warriors in um, semi semifinals um, he makes a different kind of three Harden Harden can be covered up and have a dude right in his grill and still be like a foot or two behind the line and that's and he'll ice it and that's that's yeah. that's uh, in my book almost equally impressive with someone in your shirt but dame and steph if once they cross half court are they can make a shot and yeah. they're they're really there as much as people would like to say there's other guys in the league that can, there's a lot of guys in the league that can make that shot but that I don't know about how many guys, aside from them, that can consistently make that shot. Yeah, and something that blew my mind, I saw a metric that, you know, it was just a bar graph, and it was NBA players in the last, like, three or four seasons who have hit the most uh, three-pointers from, I think it was 30 feet or more, and it was, you know, Steph far and above, and then Dame, you know, about, I, I think it was, like, halfway down, but then right behind Dame was Trey Young, who yep. only has one season to be shown on that, which is just insane to me. I, I didn't understand why people were giving Trey Young so much love. I know he had that huge game when it was him and Zach Levine just going at it in like triple overtime. But I mean, I I, I just thought it was definitely uh, Doncic's award to lose, and everyone keeps talking about Trey Young. I, I still think Doncic is going to ro- win rookie. Of I disagree, the year, but I was just confused. I disagree. You you think Trey Young's going to yeah, win? Yeah, I think that. Um, I th- I think after watching that that last Atlanta game, um, that him and Dame really just went head to head, and and seeing some of his kind of late late uh, season games, he uh, he's done. I think he he's just done a lot more. For their franchise, even though they're the Hawks still, and they're they're still not even a playoff team this year, I think that you know the Mavs aren't a playoff team either. But I the Mavs would have with Tim Hardaway Jr. with um, I mean Chris Stapps isn't back yet, but uh, I'm trying to think of a couple other guys they got from the Knicks. Um, I don't that team that team Berea honestly like people might laugh listening to this, but Berea still putting up numbers. Um, <laughs> that team would have been all right. I know that John Collins, a lot of people might say John Collins for the Hawks might also do some stuff for them, but um, I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know it's a, it's a lock, but if, if it were me, I'd say Trey Young. I also haven't watched quite as much as I'd like around the league this year, um, and I, I could understand if it went either way personally. Yeah. So um, 
totally my fault, but I do not want to talk about Trey Young when I could be talking about Damian Lillard <laughs> and that amazing shot. I was at that game. It was my first playoff game I've ever been to, and it absolutely blew my mind. I, I swear it was the greatest moment of my life watching that shot. <laughs> so the first quarter... Christian's future wife. Damian, Christian's future wife. Please do not be listening to this podcast. Yeah, I mean, like, what the heck is a wedding day? Um, so, Damian Lillard had, shoot, now I can't even think of how many points. He had way too many 15. points in the first quarter. Oh, half. okay. In the, in the first quarter, he ended with, like, 22 or something, yeah. 21. Um, no one else on the Blazers team had more than two points. And it was, it was just, no one could make a shot, and Dame just couldn't miss. It was so insane to watch. And in the second quarter, it just continued, basically. I mean, there was a couple guys who'd get... I think someone had four points, someone had seven points. Like, Mo and Cantor were doing something. But no one could make a shot. And Mo was missing free throws. He missed, like, at least four in a row. Um, Luckily, he was able to make four in a row at the end of the game, which was great with Paul George missing those two. But, like, it was just a rough game all around. Like, not... First off, not the kind of game you want to see going into round two... But also, it has to be somewhat of an anomaly. There's no way that the Blazers are that bad as a whole in another game coming up. I mean, maybe one more game, but there's no way that you see that a few more times throughout because the Blazers have a good team. They've had a good team all season. It doesn't help to not have Nurk, but um, I don't think they're going to be that bad again. But it was just absolute dominance for Damian. There was, he had no business winning that game. Yeah. But he's Damian was, Lillard, and he made it happen. You know what's so funny? I said to all these guys as soon as all, all my all my friends down here in Phoenix, as soon as I uh, uh, as soon as everyone saw Nurkic go down, that you know they were saying, well, you know, there goes the there goes the all the playoff yeah. hopes, and it's like everything. Shoot, me too, dude. Well, but I I would always say, well, Dame could go Super Saiyan. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'd always Dude. I'd always cap- I mean I wouldn't say it with confidence right I'm, I wasn't like Dame's, yeah. Dame's gonna do it he's just gonna be dropping 50 point games no but I'd be like well yeah. you know it's in his wheelhouse you know he could he yeah. can do it he could take over games if anyone's gonna do it he's yeah. top three in Abs- doing it absolutely know, so. absolutely so I think that you know you make a great point in terms of offensively Offensively, we probably won't see another game like that here in the playoffs out of the Blazers. Um, maybe out of Dame, but I'm just really worried, you know, defensively going forward, facing the teams that we'd be facing. Um, because if I think, did you 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 saw that that X and Y chart on on uh, on Twitter with with the team's logos and it would plot them on the graph based on offensive and defensive efficiency. Did you happen to see that? It's, it's been a okay. while. I remember better the players' offensive and defensive. Okay. What, what was well, the team one? What was the takeaway? Well, it was it was you know, the the Thunder were definitely a force. You know, defensive efficiency. They yeah. were it was, but they were definitely to uh, far to the left of the um, the y axis, showing that they were a subpar offensive team. Which I, I don't know if it really mm-hmm. takes a graph for us to all of our niche followers yeah. to understand. But point being is they're a defensive powerhouse, and it's good for us going forward offensively to know that we can we can stack up with those guys. But you know, Cantor dealing with the shoulder and. Us going up against an elite center. Uh, let's just really hope our our defense is because Myers isn't going to cut it. Myers, Myers is not going to cut it. 
I was impressed by Myers in the the Thunder series in round one. Played pretty well. Game three that we lost, he was four for five, plus two in the plus minus column. You know, he wasn't spectacular throughout the whole series, but I mean, he played well when he came on. Zach Collins actually had a really bad plus minus in most of the games. Really? Which was surprising to me because he was making a lot of shots. He, he was, you know, three for five one game, uh, two for two another uh, because he passed the eye, he passed the eye test, man. He passed the yeah, eye test. Yeah, definitely. Um, the eye test. He was playing well, especially for a young guy, but he his plus minus just didn't match it. So I, I'd like to. I don't know that I'm going to look into really what that was. It might have just been the the team that he was playing with. Myers Leonard probably got some more uh, minutes with the starters when Ennis Cantor was in foul trouble. That's probably what it was. But man, I think I think Stephen Adams and Jeremy Grant. And then Jokic are those. That's a different beast. Yeah, that's a different no, beast, seriously. man. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I just want to talk about the shot one more time. Okay, <laughs> that thing blew my mind. My goodness, like this game had everything I could ever want. I I can't stop talking about it because I was there and it was the greatest thing ever. Uh, the team was down fifteen halfway through the yep. fourth quarter. This is a game we should not have been winning by any stretch of the imagination, yep. okay? And eventually, what was it? It was uh, by the late three-minute point, I think. Mm-hmm. We were down by uh, eight and then down by six. But somewhere around there, Yusuf Nurkic showed up. He answered my prayers. He answered my tweet. He didn't actually respond to my tweet. But <sighs> I asked for him to come to game five, and he came to game five, and it was fantastic and the crowd got back in the game and the blazers continued to roll and it was it was like a completely different game and almost um, almost like you can't hollywood couldn't even have written that that was yeah it it was everything you could ask for there's nothing i could be like oh man i just wish this would have happened like sure like i wish like dame would have like i don't know posterized russell westbrook and he's on the ground crying or something but like it was everything i could have wished for and uh Man, Yusuf Nurkic was just... Like, he's walking around. Like, dude broke his leg, like, three weeks ago, and he's walking around. Uh, It was just insane. I can't even believe it. When Dame hit the shot, my first thought... So, he hits... He shoots it. It's in the air. It goes in. My initial thought is, scream right now. So, I'm screaming my head off, Mm -hmm. like, losing my mind. My second thought is that didn't just happen. Yeah. I don't believe it. Yeah. Like I didn't. I literally didn't believe it. Yeah. I thought the refs were going to call it back. Yeah, he did it yeah, after the buzzer. Sort of I knew none of that was. Something. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, "There's no way that this just happened right in front of my eyes." It was absolutely once in a lifetime, which is crazy because he had another once in a lifetime yep. moment in Game Six against the Rockets four or five years ago. This guy is special, and uh, we are extremely lucky to have him in Portland. And going into the next series, it's super important that he hit that shot. Because you look at Steph Curry, and obviously Dame's been doing it for a while, but to be doing it this well in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. Steph Curry spaces the floor so much. All the rest of his guys are able to have so much more room because he draws the defense out. So the fact that Dame is doing that so well going into Denver, where they have a deep team with a lot of a lot of energy, mm-hmm. so they can run with, with the guards running back and forth across the court, it's important that he's spacing the defense that well. Yeah, I mean, are you ready to talk about that Thunder series? Well, you know, I would say that it's it's kind of 
I'm gonna I'll, I'll take I'll follow Dame's lead and say well, I don't know how much more there is to say about it. You know, they were kind of the yeah. they were kind of the talkers, and um, we closed it out. And um, Russell Westbrook's inefficiency and uh, star status has once again uh, outshined his his competing for a championship. Um, yeah. So I saw a hilarious tweet with him getting like a new haircut or something like that, and someone quoting it and saying, "What's next? Is he gonna get a four tattoo arm sleeve? Damien is in this man's head or something." <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I yeah. I think that the one thing this would be a good segue into uh, us us kind of viewing this this round two matchup with Denver. Um, whenever CJ was on. Or Dame was really starting to get locked up a little bit in that first series. Um, it wasn't a thing. As long as CJ was producing, it it really wasn't a thing. You know, Cantor and some of the role models really necessarily didn't have to at a high high level. But once both of those guys are on, if CJ drops more than I'll come out, I'll come out right now and say this: if CJ drops more than twenty or twenty two points uh, in any of these Denver games on more than 47% from the field, I would say it's a win. I would say it's pro- it's, right. it's more than likely a win. Um, and I'll buy I'll buy somebody their their free six-piece nuggets <laughs> if that's not the case because anytime because that, there was there was I can't remember the exact game and you might be able to help me out with this Christian, but there was a game where uh, CJ I think finished with 18 points in that first series and I don't I don't think we won that game. Um, and there was there was another game. I think it was game two after Dame had a pretty stellar uh, first showing, where they had really came out and locked him up in the first half. And I looked at my buddy that was watching the game with me down here, and I said, you know that CJ's this CJ's gonna have to turn it on. He's he's gotta ha- have to have a game here because he he gives breathing room to, to Dame, just like Dame can give breathing room to other players. It needs to be reciprocated, not as often, but every now and then. And um, CJ, in my opinion, has um, really flourished in that role. Last last little thing I'd say on that Thunder series is we need to start putting more respect on Seth Curry's name on, on the defensive side of the ball because oh, this yeah. guy, if it weren't for that late-game steal, we wouldn't be talking about the shot. Mm-hmm. And, and, and CJ. CJ had some wild steals and blocks mm-hmm. in, in uh, the last couple games. I mean, he had one where he just stripped it right out of Paul George's hand as he's going up. I saw it, yeah. It was insane. Yep. And, then he, and then he comes to the other end and nails a three, right? Like, there's a guy right behind him close to blocking it, but he nails the three. That it's was like, cold. That was definitely, that was cold-blooded. I was watching that, and I was Seriously. like, "There's he's not going to do it. It's like, that's stupid, you know, balls in the air. It's stupid. And goes, you're like, not yeah. stupid. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> so. Seriously. So what do you think? What, what, do, you, what do you... Uh, Questions, comments, and concerns regarding uh, this this next round matchup that we got. Well, I'm going to start off by already again um, going back to the Thunder series. My biggest surprise was Ennis Cantor because mm-hmm. the guy played well. Um, I that was my biggest pessimism going into the first round was Ennis Cantor is a liability on defense and he's been on the Thunder before, so they know how to exploit him. That wasn't the case especially not in game one which was a good way to set the tone for the series um he he struggled at times throughout the series but he came out strong with 20 and 18 18 rebounds in the uh the first game of the series and they just they just weren't stopping him 
or getting through him like I thought they would. Yeah. So I was really impressed. He was playing good hands-up defense. So going into this Nuggets series, that's the biggest thing for me. He's questionable for game one, according to him. He says he's questionable. Yeah. So he's questionable for game one. If he doesn't play, I don't like our chances necessarily, unless the Blazers just come out swinging because we're rested and the Nuggets aren't. So if we can take advantage of that, that's the only way we're winning this. If we just try to smoke them just you know just bring the energy from the start Mm -hmm. i think that's the only way we win if we don't have Mm canter i think game two we definitely uh have a chance to win and and with this series i think we have to win one of those first couple games if we want if we want to win this series and i think we can because san antonio beat them in game one yeah so I, i think the blazers definitely have a shot to beat them in denver in game one or two if we have canter in game one i definitely think we can win it so that's going to be – that's one thing I'm, I'm not happy about having to play Denver is they have a really deep team. Yeah. So yeah. not being rested because they had to go to seven games isn't going to affect them nearly as much as it would have affected the Spurs. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see what our guys like Evan Turner and, and, um, and you know, some of, the, some of those guys, how, how they're going to react, you know, because yeah. that'll definitely – they'll be put under a microscope to some extent. Um, and if Cantor doesn't come back, um, we'll have to just see more production out of out of some other uh, out of the backcourt and the forwards, and uh, Zach Collins will have to stay out of foul trouble. Foul trouble, and that yeah. that that really might not be the worst case scenario. Yeah, and not don't get me wrong. I understand what what Canner can do for us, and I I we we got a front row seat so to speak for those first couple games in the in the Thunder series, but. Um, if Zach can stay out of foul trouble, having that defensive presence on uh, Joker might might benefit us. Yeah. So now there's two thing, two main things that, well, I guess I guess three main things that I'm drawing on for references for how this Nugget series is going to go. Mm-hmm. Our recent playoff series, their recent playoff series, and our previous games against the Nuggets. So based on our the two playoff series, I'm feeling good. I think the Blazers shut out a team that in many ways was a better team. I mean, I was scared to face them even when we had Nurkic and we went at them without Nurkic and pretty much blew them away. So I was extremely impressed by the Blazers. They, they played super well. Damien, of course, just brought them out of the trenches in game five. They had no business winning that mm-hmm. game. So, and, and the Nuggets struggled against the Spurs. They lost their first game at home and then they they traded wins throughout the series until the end they won two in a row yep. but i'm i'm not that impressed with how the nuggets played with having home court and being the two seed obviously there's the lack of the playoff experience but i, I like our advantage there what i don't like is our previous games against the nuggets this season yeah i like that they're close they're they're all close mm-hmm. but we went three and one and that one was when the Nuggets were resting their starters because yeah. the playoffs were about to start. Yeah. Okay, so the the first one we lost, I was at that game. It was one twelve, one thirteen. CJ missed a buzzer beater to win it, so we ended up losing. So if if Dame's taking that shot, maybe we win it. But I mean, he he trusted CJ and just wasn't able to fall that time. It was a good shot too, but um, then we lost one thirteen to one sixteen in Denver. We lost another pretty close one. This was without Nurkic. Um, 119 to 110 in Denver. So I I think that we match up pretty well. It's a, you know, they were all close games with or without Yusuf Nurkic. Um, but with them having home court advantage, I don't 
like that track record against them. So the biggest thing we're hoping to lean on is our recent success against the Thunder. Uh, you forgot one key factor, my friend. Um, I, I'm digging I'd it. Seen, I, another thing I'd seen on Twitter today is the uh, the 77 run included a 4-2 series win against the it Nuggets. It did, um, which is perfect. So Six games win it at home. Let's go. That's some more poetic justice there for you. Oh, that'd be wonderful. So, Man. well, on that, so game one tipping off tomorrow, seven thirty. Uh, if we get this released tomorrow, then it's tipping off today uh, <laughs> at seven thirty. So, um, it'll be interesting to watch, and I'm, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, it's if if we have Cantor, I like our chances. If not, it's going to be tough. And a, so. and a brief glimpse ahead, if if we are so fortunate to see Super Saiyan Dame and. Uh, a healthy canter a portion of this series and, and move along uh, I had an opportunity of watching that Golden State and, and Houston game today um, I'll be the first to say that neither of those matchups are gonna be anywhere close to the same realm that we've been operating in uh, in this past series and uh, as I foresee us to be operating in in the, in the next but um, yeah you know definitely James Harden averaging 11 free throws a game. That's uh, for for some young forwards and some not you know time dominant centers and forwards that we have um, that might be a little bit of an issue and then Kevin Durant's playing out of his mind so let's hope uh, yeah. let's hope that we 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 hit our stride huh yeah and but Dame's got a second most points per game in the playoffs after Kevin Durant thirty five and thirty three he, so, he had the most at um, one point but yeah yeah <laughs> Kevin Durant's just going crazy right now. But, man, so with these Nuggets games, the one Nuggets game I was at, the Nuggets couldn't miss. If they had an open shot whatsoever, they made, like, every single shot. And there's not a lot of teams like that. I saw the Timberwolves earlier this year where they were missing a whole bunch of open ones, the 76ers in both games that the Blazers blew them out. So both games this season because it's the Eastern Conference. Uh, They were missing a lot of open shots. But this Nuggets team, if they're open, they're going to make it. And they have really good ball movement and a lot of energy and a deep team. So it's going to be scary. Um, the, The Blazers were able to take advantage of... Man, I don't even know. They, they, there were so many times in the OKC series where you look at the game and you're like, how are we winning right now? Like, no one would be shooting well. The Thunder are getting all the foul calls, and somehow we'd be winning. And right. I think a big part of it was honestly just Westbrook just yeah. missing a lot of shots. That, that's And that goes yeah. back to that, that Y and X axis, uh, that plot I was telling you about, man. They're just def- yeah. very defensively efficient, and we're not going to have that same luxury going forward, I don't, I don't believe. Yeah, so, I mean, I think Denver is a better matchup for us than OKC was. I still think OKC had really good defensive guards. That's not ideal for Dame or or CJ. Mm -hmm. But we were, I mean, they were able to just beast through it. Mm -hmm. I mean, Dame didn't care who was on him that game five. He was double-teamed, tight coverage, and he was just getting through him anyway. So um, Jamal Murray isn't a joke. I mean, that guy, I saw a game with him in Denver where he outscored Dame and he won the game for him. So uh, he doesn't turn it over that much. I was looking at our turnovers versus theirs. Dame and CJ have more turnovers. Both of them have more turnovers than anyone on the Nuggets. Um, they they have really good passing, really good team chemistry. So it's going to be tough for sure. But I, I think I think the Blazers definitely have a shot. I'm, I mean, I 
if I were unbiased, I think I'd still probably take the Blazers in this series. Yeah, and I think I think we can't speak enough to just home court advantage and how much that means to teams at this time of the year. Um, that was silly me when posting on our, our podcast account. You know, who do, who do we see as a p- preferred matchup, which I suppose to some is, is still a, um, a question to be had, but... Um, after realizing that the Spurs were a, a seven seed once again, and, and the Nuggets were a two seed, you know, I think I think it's pretty cut and dry at that point that that you you'd much rather prefer the that home court advantage. Yeah. So. Well, I, I was the um, I was the one who put up the poll on that. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to see what people people's thoughts were on it, and especially if someone preferred the Nuggets, I really wanted to know the rationale why. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I didn't really make that clear, but. Uh, I mean, we got, I think, one vote for Nuggets and maybe two votes for Nuggets and two votes for no preference or three votes for no preference. Um, but someone said Spurs, no elite center and home court advantage. Yeah. Uh, no brainer. Yeah, that was Chris Norby. Shout out, shout um, out Chris, shout out Chris Norby, man. This guy's been, this guy's been one of our, our better fans. He's been, he's been a follower. He's, he's always engaging with us. Shout out you, Chris. Yeah, seriously. And then another guy, uh, his name is Cerebral Redneck, but it's I'm, I'm not even going to say that tag. I don't, I don't know how to do it. Um, I want the road to the conference finals paved with LaMarcus Aldridge. Poetic justice. That was hilarious. Obviously, that's not going to happen, but well, that was a funny one. Yeah. Trade him, trade him to the Nuggets. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that works, right? Um but yeah, I mean, I would have preferred the Spurs for sure. Uh, but the fact that the Spurs were able to do as well as they did against the Nuggets, I like our chances yeah. definitely. Um, I'm I'm really excited to see how this goes. I I don't think their guards are bad at defense by any stretch, mm. but I think we have a better shot against them than we did against the Thunder, and I think Dame and CJ are going to do well. So, and I think key matchups are going to be how do, does. Two key questions. Well, oh, jeez, three three key questions. One is CJ going to take advantage of the matchup on Gary Harris? Uh, two is the Joker going to take advantage of whatever matchup he has? And three, that's the big key. And three is that matchup going to include a semi-healthy Ennis Cantor? Yeah, man. I mean, I was impressed by Cantor last series. Regardless, I liked. His hands-up defense, he did really good at not fouling. Obviously, he still had foul trouble, but that's what you're going to get with the playoffs and a potential liability at center. But, man, I was impressed, and hopefully the shoulder issues aren't going to hinder him from making shots and from playing good hands-up defense because I can only imagine if you're having severe shoulder pain and you're good enough to play, but it's just hard to put your hands up, you know? Uh, So... We'll we'll see how it goes. If if he can be even ninety percent of what he was in the right. in the Thunder series, I'll be very happy with that. Just just a ninety percent. Yeah, I mean, if if Nurk wants to show up to some more games and <laughs> give the guys some extra motivation, that'd be awesome too. You know? Yeah, I don't know if he could fly with all those pills. Yeah, maybe just the home games. <laughs> Dude, that was insane though. He's like. He's like, yeah, I was watching. We were kind of struggling in the third quarter, so I was like, ah, screw it. I'm going to go to the game. So he gets <laughs> I don't in his know car. if he used that vernacular, uh, but yeah. Yes, he, he used a different word. <laughs> um, so the dude leaves in the middle of the third quarter from his house and drives to the Moda Center to show up. He's an insane, dude. What a guy. What um, a guy. What that, a guy. That, that Nurkic guy. 
That Nurkic guy. So anyway, speaking of what a guy, something I wanted to talk about is the legacy of Damian Lillard. This guy just hit another series winning three. As far as I can find, he's the only one who's hit two of them. And they were both insane. Like, just absolutely bonkers. Obviously, this one, it's different circumstances. And the other one, we were down. And if we had lost, it would have been Game 7 in Houston. And it would not have been a good scenario for the Blazers. This one, he was in the driver's seat. It was a tie game. If he misses it, we go to overtime, and we're still at home. So we and, And we're on a roll at the time. So, I mean... He was in the driver's seat, but still, for him to do that from 37 feet out, Paul George is a good defender, and he was sagging off him, and he he made his name true. He, it was Lillard time, <laughs> buzzer beater end of the game, logo Lillard, hit it literally from as far back as the logo, 37 feet. I mean, it was just so poetic the way he did it, and for him to show that you know he's not just a .9 second shot, like he's still just as relevant now yeah even more so and he's what, a different player and what what, what 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 do you think if he uh you think he'll get a he'll get a third one before his career is over a third series winning three? Oh man he's getting one this series what are you talking about i mean <laughs> think about it i mean if it, if the last one happened four years ago then um so t- i mean how much longer do you think he's got in portland he's 29 now He's yeah, I mean, there's there's a strong amount of luck involved in him doing it. Cause is there, we, we know It's we know not Steph, lucky, Lillard. It's oh, logo, I, Lillard. Hey, I, I agree with you there. But, I mean, you know, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, they have pretty much... No ice as, in their veins? As much ability, I mean, they have as much <laughs> ability to make a series-winning three, but it, it takes the right circumstances. And luckily the... Well, I don't know about luckily. Luckily for the scenario of getting more series-winning three-pointers... The Blazers keep games a little closer than the Warriors often do. So, well, <laughs> that's because they care about their fans. Absolutely. Blazer games are the bomb no matter what. So, thank you, Damien, for making them amazing. So, are you ready to change your, your tune that you were playing on him being the best Blazer, the greatest Blazer ever, as is? Well, that that's what I want to talk about. What what was my tune before? Do you, do you remember? Yeah, it was a couple, a couple episodes back, and you were saying, well, but Clyde or... And then you said something about Bill Walton, I think, with the with the championship, and you said he's going to be, but I just don't think he is now. And I was like, dude, I think he is now, just because of the the simple weight that he he carries as a. I, there's there's been similar, if not, no, I'm not going to even say better players. There's 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 never been a better players player. If you want to talk about a, a more winning player or a more you know a player with in Blazers history with more accolades, mm-hmm. first of all, he's already giving that category of run for their money he's yeah. i think he, he's already he just passed one uh, was it terry porter or was it clyde that he just passed here recently he passed terry porter okay yeah. well um you know so statistically speaking he's already one of the better blazers of all time now just talking about just skills and what he's able to do and what he brings to the game no blazers ever been able to do that he's gonna be a first ballot hall of famer uh you know uh He's been all NBA. It's I I I don't I don't yeah. care I don't care if Walton cut the net down, man. He's the better Blazer. <laughs> I, okay, my thoughts on it. Bill Walton is gone. Damian Lillard's ahead of him. Okay. I mean, Dame. Like, if you're talking about like by decade kind of thing, like by era, 
Mm-hmm. It's Bill Walton, Clyde, and Dane. Those are those are the three. You know, Walton had the early part, the seventies. Uh, Clyde had late eighties and nineties. Dame has the twenty tens. You know, I'm, I I mean, I guess you could say Roy, Roy and Lamarcus had the early two thousands. Well, I mean, before yeah. twenty ten. Anyway, but it's I mean it's it's Dame and Clyde for sure, but. It's as close as it can be without him just outright taking it. But I, I, I think I still got to go with Clyde. Just uh, because he made the finals twice. He made the conference who? finals. Playing John Stockton in the Utah Jazz and Gary Payton in the Sonics. I, I don't know. Um, but man, it's like... Those were his first two rounds? Uh, his first like two rounds? Recency bias, absolutely. I'm just trying to be <sighs> a little more objective and recognize, like, I wasn't even around when Clyde was doing all this, yeah. so I don't have the most... All right, I'll be honest. Know. He's He he was a Rocket at one point, right? He's a, he spent a good portion of his career oh, yeah. he, with the Rockets. He, he, he got traded to the Rockets because that's his home, and he yeah. won a championship with Olajuwon, and now he's the color commentator for Rockets games. So he is Houston through and through, but I, I mean, like... No disrespect whatsoever. Like I am willing to, willing to like I have no connection to Clyde Drexler. I haven't watched a single one of his basketball games. Okay, so like, Clyde so, Lillard. So Clyde requested a trade out of Portland. Hmm, oh yeah. Th- hmm. Hmm. Okay. Damien, are you hearing this, Damien? That Clyde Damien requested a is trade. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. He is the bomb. Dot com. He's my favorite Blazer ever. I don't think that's ever going to change. Is he? There in the franchise, I think he's one B. I think he's one A after like another good season. Oh my goodness! If he makes the conference finals this year, if he yeah just makes the conference finals this year, I'll give it to him. There we go. Man, all right, all right. I that's mean, fair. Just I'm not going to agree with you. Trying just to be unbiased because I've never even things- seen this guy. Like, just imagine, just imagine some kids that are born like this year, like twenty years from now. Talking about some dude we've like barely even care about and saying sure. he's better than Damian Lillard, you know, like. Well, I don't know. If ball, I'm not saying that's ball the case right now. Good. I don't know if Ball Ball's gonna be that good or Sharif O'Neal. Ball, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Zaire Wade, who knows? Zion Williamson finds his way on the Blazers. No, oh, yeah, that guy, he's pretty good at basketball. He's aight. Uh but Damian Lillard is one or two. I'm gonna call him one B, but he's. He's going to be. He's going to be number one. I'm gonna at you next time he hits a season series winner. Do it, and I'll be like, yes, he's my favorite. Ah, get out of here! Oh my gosh, man. (laughs) I I mean, I want to put him there so badly. I just don't want to disrespect Clyde, conference champion Drexler. Well, let's let's Um, hope that let's hope that it's a a Houston, uh, Portland Western Conference Finals and. Uh, we can we can watch a conflicted Clyde Drexler just admit to it on national television. Oh yeah, but but Clyde like I don't know if he tweeted or said it, but Clyde was like, yeah, I want to see Portland Houston in the in the conference yeah. finals. So yeah. that'd be great, man. Yeah. It would be great to watch him beat the Rockets in the conference finals. Get my not important opinion saying that he's now better than Clyde Drexler against Clyde Drexler's own other team, if that makes any sense. Um. So, <coughs> and then I think we covered. We were looking at maybe the rest of the NBA playoffs. Exactly, we've covered uh, pretty much all we want to cover. But what have you been seeing in the rest of the playoffs? Well, I mean, I think the Celtics just beat 
the Bucks today, which everyone Pretty needs to good. everyone needs to slow their roll about that because that's um, yeah. that's come on. Like the whole first of all, Paul Pierce needs to get off of television. He's the worst analyst <laughs> I've seen since. Shoot, I'd ra- if if Paul Pierce and Chris Webber could never be a part of the bat. Great players, great players, love their stories. Um, so on and so forth, but just from the from a fan's perspective now, dude. Oh my gosh, Paul Pierce was like, "It's over. There's no mm-hmm. there's no coming back." I don't know if you saw that. And it's like, and every Chauncey Billups and everyone on the panel is like, "What are you talking about? It's game <laughs> one, and a guy who's averaged more dunks than Shaq is is on the other team. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Like, and you know, I think Bledsoe had a, had a pretty bad game. So everyone. Uh, just kind of a quick round robin. Everyone needs to kind of slow their slow their roll on that. Um, and then I haven't really – I didn't get a chance to catch the uh, Toronto um, Toronto Sixers game, but Toronto's going to take that series in my, in my opinion. I think they already took game one. Um, and, yeah, I think – Well, I'm, I'm absolutely rooting for the Sixers for two reasons. Mm-hmm. First, I want Blazers-Sixers just – throwback to 1977 in the finals and second if it if we do make it to the finals i'm i'm a lot of steps ahead right now uh toronto is somewhere that ennis Cantor will not be traveling so i certainly do not want them in the finals that'd be that'd be so messed up but at the same time aside from my blazer fandom that would probably be pretty good for uh publicity in that in that uh kind of great disservice that's been done to his father and himself yeah, I mean, uh, from from my point of view, you know, it it looks like it looks like I agree. I just, you know, I don't I don't know all the facts on anything, but yeah, yeah. Fair. Well, and then but, so uh, I mean, those are the those are the two remaining series in the East, right? Yeah, yeah, um, and then and that that's one thing is it's one through four all made it to the second round in the playoffs on both conferences, so. It went all chalk, no, you know, six seeds uh, I, I sweeping the three seed like last year. I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, so well, it's it's the best of the best in here right now. Let's let's see if, uh, yeah, let's see if ones and twos move on to the next round. Hopefully not, huh? Uh, yeah, hopefully not. I mean, who is it in these? The Raptors and Bucks. So, yeah, I mean, it it kind of looks like that's how it's gonna go. But I think the Blazers probably have the best chance at upset. I really, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I when I when I talk about that Celtics uh, Bucks series, I wouldn't be surprised if the Celtics won. I mean, they got they got yeah. experienced playoff guys. They're a deep team, um, but I just I'm not going to go as far to say that they're just down for the count at this point. It's, it was one game, and they're playing a MVP candidate. So, yeah, it, I looked up a game that reminded me of that back in 2016. Kevin Durant's last year with Oklahoma City. Uh, it was the three seed Thunder against the two seed Spurs, and the Thunder got beat, uh, blown out, thirty two point win for the Spurs, one twenty four to ninety two. And I remember everyone lost their minds. They're like, the the Thunder are gone. These guys don't even know how to play basketball anymore. Game <laughs> over. And then the Thunder came back and won it in six. So yep. it's like you know people overreact to game ones way too easily. I mean the Spurs beat the Nuggets in game one this series and. Uh, Denver ended up winning it. Luckily, it went to seven to give us a little more rest. But yeah, man. So uh, so make your see. picks. Make your picks. Where what I, is the what is the what is the Western ooh. Conference Finals look like, and what does the Eastern Conference Finals look like, and then what's the finals looking like? Um, 
dang, I hope the Rockets beat the Warriors. You know they're I mean, not going to. It would be even. You know they're not going to. They're not going to. They, <laughs> they have a worse team than they had last year, and that's that's a fact. I mean, it, it helps that Harden's the Warriors out of his don't mind. have DeMarcus Cousins um, and that Harden's going out of his mind, but Kevin Durant's out of his mind too. No. Um, but I mean, I mean, the Rockets cut it close in Game One in Oracle, so that's a really good sign. But I'll I'll take the Warriors. I'll take the Blazers, um, and then I'll take the I'll go chalk on in the East. Uh, Raptors and Bucks. I got the Bucks winning it. Bucks in the finals against the freaking Blazers. Let's go, and uh, yeah, let's get the Blazers beating the Bucks. Why not? The Blazers beating the Bucks, huh? Why not? <laughs> All right. Fair, fair. Yeah, I'd say probably Warriors, Warriors, and I'm actually I as much of a, a Blazers uh, fan page and, and co-host as I might be here. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about us taking this series, uh, all things considered. But uh, this Nugget series, yeah, yeah, really, I, yeah. I would say. I, I, I mean, I, it's it's not going to be easy. That's for yeah, damn sure, especially but, playing defense on Jokic. But for the purposes of the the hypothetical, I'll say Warriors, Blazers, and then I'll say. Um, Celtics Toronto hmm. and then and then I think I think that it'll be Celtics Warriors yeah 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 I mean that that's very realistic I think uh, <laughs> you're like I think Damn. Rockets I think Rockets are not making the finals um, I I guess Nuggets have a shot because I think the Nuggets could could beat the Warriors potentially um I think Rockets for sure aren't going. I think 76ers for sure aren't going. Other than that, I think it's a six-team race, and uh, Blazers and Nuggets are probably on the lower end of that those six teams. I can I can get on board with that. I can get on yeah. board with that. All right, man. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to touch uh, on this week's uh, episode? Um, no. Nah, I mean, the, the playoffs are going great. Somehow the Blazers are doing amazing without Yusuf Nurkic. Damian Lillard's a monster. I've said it about a hundred times this episode. I had the best experience of my life watching him sink a dang three in Paul George and the Thunder's faces. All right. Well, you heard it here 700 times, folks. Damian Lillard's the best, and that shot was awesome. Uh, check us out on social media via Peeps in Plaid on Instagram, on Twitter. You can listen to us. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcast, Spotify, uh, Anchor FM, and let us know if you're listening to it on anything else because we have no idea. <laughs> and uh, thank you to Ziggy Zay for the intro music and for the outro music. Check out his song. Check him out on Spotify. Perfect. See you guys. Take your spot. Mm. Hesitate when you in a high class, gotta separate. I ain't got time for you featherweights. I'm just trying to get my weight up, make it elevate. Yeah, hesitate. T- took a long time to hit accelerate. If you ain't got the drive, then you better wait. But I've been had the drive, just need better brakes. Uh, hesitate when you in a high class, gotta separate. I ain't got time for you featherweights. I'm just trying to get my weight up, make it elevate. Yeah, hesitate. T- took a long time to hit accelerate. If you ain't got the drive, then you better wait. But I've been had the drive, just need better brakes. Uh, Hit him with the hook, hezzy, CP3, blow by, get ready, can't take my
my place now I'm way too heavy and the way you moving now look a bit unsteady See I know a lot of clowns but I thought through my moves and it's finna go down See I got the engine running and they hate that sound cause they know I'm on the move Ain't no way I'm finna lose cause I know I gotta prove myself They've been bruising my health so I had to move on Might have took too long but it's done been dealt Finna take off like I got no belt Finna get hot yo the blow might melt So I gotta elevate to a higher place Empire mind state when I'm on Wanna escape and patrol but escape in my zone I'm fly get my cape and I'm gone, gone.